are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locks on Podcast Network. Your team every day you're listening to who? The always wonderful and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we are talking to Paul Holden of the Lock on Rockies. We're discussing Trevor's story, where I'm going to talk a little smack about the D-backs taking a series off of him. So we're going to talk a whole lot today, talking trade deadline. So it's a pretty jam-packed pod. So let's not waste any time and let's get right into that conversation with Paul Holden of Lock on Rockies. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome back into the Locked on Rockies podcast. I am your host, Paul Holden, and joining me today is Millard Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks. Millard, how is it going in the land of Arizona? What was it, 111 degrees today? Man, I don't even look. I mean, in Arizona, you just know it's going to be like between 105 and 115 for the next four months. So looking at the weather, it's kind of pointless. It's going to be sunny every day and it's going to be hot every day. So there's really not a need to look at the weather. There's something nice about that, but at the same time, it sounds uh, intimidating as uh, as as can be. But uh, today's episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast and the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast, or whenever you're using this, I'm just going to go ahead and plug it for you, is Spotify <laughs> Green Room. This episode brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked on Rooms right now. I'm hoping to get started next week. Millard, I'm sure you do all sorts of, uh, you were just mentioning you're going to do some Green Room stuff. So the Plenty of locked on Diamondbacks content on uh, Spotify Green Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Green Room has been a pretty good time. It's not like I get a crazy amount of people in the room, but I usually get two of my friends from back home to hop in the room and we just like BS for 30 minutes and just talk about whatever we want. We go on t- tangents and we usually digress and we end up usually not even talking about the D backs or <laughs> sometimes not even about baseball. So, Green Room is actually a pretty fun platform and definitely recommend downloading the app and, uh, following both of us because paul i know you're going to be on there pretty soon yes i'm hoping to do some stuff here with the all-star game next week and uh but the nl west is fun on green room too because uh javier there of locked on padres always is, is having fun but millard let's dive in today i'm shocked to be completely honest I'm going to be, I thought the Rockies were going to come in and dominate the Diamondbacks this week. I thought the Rockies, this was going to be the series to, to help put the Rockies on the right track when it comes to the, to the road. And uh, I was mistaken. I, I was shocked too, because I thought the Rockies, like every other team was going to come in and rock the D backs as well. But you're the one that pointed out, this is the road Rockies. And I didn't know, like the Rockies are like, arguably the best team in baseball at home and then probably the worst team in baseball on the road. So it's really a pretty crazy contrast between those two, but yeah, D-backs get their second series win the last two months. And you know who the last time, the the last team they beat to get a series win? These Colorado Rockies at Chase Field too. Look at that, man. Bingo. 
I don't know what it is, but some it's it's either the Rockies come into Chase Field and just hit the ball all over the yard. Trevor Story will have like eight home runs in a series, or they come in like the playoff game, the the, the wild card game, and series like this, and 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 they just fall flat. But in reality, it's just a, a matter of inconsistent baseball for the Rockies because while the the, the D backs were able to jump ahead in the first two games of the series, both uh, John Gray and Antonio Sensatella were able to settle down after the after letting in the runs and and kind of cruise but the Rockies weren't able to get anything done and then trying to rely on that bullpen uh, how many how many walk off hit by pitches have you uh, have you seen in your day well not a lot and that was only the second walk off of the season for the D-backs so it's not like we see that happen a lot and also just what you're talking about scoring first in the first inning like the D-backs are one of the worst teams uh with the first inning this season like entering the Rockies series I think they were outscored like 65 to 35 in the first inning so to see them take an early lead uh it was pretty shocking and <laughs> to see them actually hold on and win a game that that was even more shocking and one of the things that I, I, I saw interesting, especially was game two with it, that Castellanos, he's not a starter. Usually they brought him out of the bullpen. He had four pretty good innings, but the Rockies are going in for a bullpen game. You'd hope that they'd be able to take advantage, but the, the D-backs bullpen was able to, to come in and keep the Rockies uh, off balance and, and minimize the damage and, and pick up an, a, a two, two big wins. Yeah, just barely the bullpen was able to hold on. And the defense didn't help out either. But the D-backs bullpen, I, I was looking at the numbers the other day. I'm not a big war guy, but according to war, the D-backs have the worst bullpen in baseball, which is not that surprising to me. Humberto Castellanos, yeah, it was his major league starting debut. He's been a reliever. It's only his second year in the big league, so he's pretty young. I think he got picked up from the Astros. So I, like I said on Twitter, I thought last night's game had disappointment written all over all over it for D-backs fans because whenever they throw out these random guys like they did today with a Jake Faria, it usually doesn't go well, but a Jake Faria has been solid. He was okay today. Humberto Castellanos was okay yesterday. So maybe the random guys off the streets are actually the way to go because Luke Weaver and Madison Bumgarner, it's not like they were, you know, killing it when they were the starters. That's so at this point in the season, I mean, it's been, I know that the Rockies have been have been tough, but I mean, I it, it hard to press that that anyone's had a, a tougher time this year <laughs> than than Diamondbacks fans. What what does a series win against a divisional opponent mean for this team? I don't think it means much to be honest. I mean, maybe if it was against the Giants or the Dodgers, but against a team that we thought, I mean, at least I thought was going to be the last place team in the division, I guess. It validates you a little bit, but not really because we're still like 14 games behind the Rockies in the division, even after taking two out of three. So I don't think it really means anything. I just think it further shows, uh, you know, how disappointing the season has been because you can beat the bad teams. The D-backs had talent to start the year and then a lot of injuries happened and then guys didn't live up to expectations as well. It's just been an inconsistent lineup the whole year. I think they've only used the same one through eight hitters twice the whole season, the, the same lineup twice. So this is a team with not a lot of consistency, not a lot of health either. I mean, Gallon's back on the injured list. Bumgarner's out. Luke Weaver's out. Uh, Merrill Kelly's the only healthy starter right now, and he's been locked in the last four games. Might be trying to increase that trade value, get traded to a contender. So uh, I don't think this series really tells me much about the D-backs because, I mean, I, I still feel the same way about them after this series win. They're the worst team in baseball. And, you know, what I feel about uh, the Rockies after this series is exactly how I felt uh, before this series. They're the worst road team in baseball. I mean, I... <laughs> 
to I'm running out of ways to figure out what the heck is going on when a team goes six and one at home and their starting pitching is, is lights out dominant. You, you, you take down a Cardinals team. It's the big Nolan Arenado weekend. You you're able to get revenge on the pirates. You, you have the momentum. Every single thing is working except the bullpen. And then you, you, you go into a, a team that struggles everywhere in, in yeah. every aspect. And yet you're down early and yeah. it, it just blows my mind. I don't, there's nothing, I have no leads. I don't even know where to begin with the Rockies road woes. I I know at the end of the day, it comes down to the bullpen is the worst part of the, the, the offensive inconsistencies are also an issue, but T or players that aren't usually swinging the bat. Well, have stepped up the series, especially today uh, with, with um, Dom Nunez being the, the big hero in, in the game today, he hadn't strung together. This was his best offensive performance of the year. So it was great to see, see that. And that's kind of like the big takeaway I think is these Rockies offensive players that haven't been, been producing have been doing well. Diaz hits another uh, hits, hits a couple home runs in the series as well. Um, but so you mentioned increasing trade values, Millard is, do you, are the Diamondbacks going to sell? Like, I mean, do you, do you have enough confidence and faith in the organizational structure of the team to actually make deals? Because clearly the Diamondbacks have to sell. Like, what are you, what are you doing if you keep the team together, especially if you're not running the same one through one through eight every day? Yeah, I think they're going to sell. I don't think they're going to sell anybody who is controllable the next few years, anyone with a contract over the next two or three years, or if they're younger than 30, I don't think they're going to trade them. So guys like Merrill Kelly, guys like a, a Christian Walker, maybe not a Christian Walker, but like a Steven vote, any of those veterans in the lineup, Eduardo Escobar for sure, because his name has been swirling all around the rumors. So I think the D backs will be sellers. Now the, the toughest part about, you know, the trade deadline coming up is the D backs GM is not with the team right now. His, wife is unfortunately i think battling brain cancer or has a tumor so he's away from the team right now as he goes handle his you know personal matters personal issues as he should so right now we have the assistant gm uh running the team and he says he's not going to make any major deals as you know when it pertains to a, a ketel Marte or a gallon I, I don't think we should expect those kind of deals but he does talk about maybe seeing some major deals happen in the off season. So though we can see big changes to this team in the off season, but I definitely think guys like Eduardo Escobar, guys like Steven Vogt, Merrill Kelly, I think those guys are definitely on the table and they should be moved. I mean, Escobar, he's in a walk season. He's going to be a free agent. No point of keeping him around. And now that he's a first time all-star, Maybe you could get more back from him. I mean, he's a guy who's won the league leaders in the National League in home runs, RBIs. His batting average and OBP isn't good, but the dude's a slugger. Uh, versatile defensively can play multiple uh, infield positions and this D-backs team they have a lot of young players a lot of uh, talent in quotations because I I really don't know how good their young talent is I mean they've been pretty inconsistent this year a lot more lows than highs but yeah I definitely think this team is going to be sellers the question is uh, who are they selling and how many players are they going to sell at the deadline yeah, it's a it's an interesting dilemma when when your team is in the position that the Diamondbacks are in. Same with the Rockies, and I'm worried about what the Rockies are doing in terms of trades. But one thing I'm not worried about is the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is Built Bar. 
And I got to tell you about the limited time flavor, the built grasshopper cookie that's available this week only. Yes, you heard me this week only when you're listening to it. This is the last day you can get the grasshopper cookie. And what does it taste like? It's the built bar version of the Thin Mint cookie, all the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein and only five grams of sugar. Remember, today is the final day for that delicious grasshopper cookie from Built Bar. And there are many other great flavors like coconut, cherry bar. See a raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. I love that German chocolate flavor. Order today, get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. Hey, and here's something that's kind of cool. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. sales fire sales the rockies i don't think it's going to happen i a part of me is sitting here every everything i want to happen makes sense you deal trevor you i don't want this to necessarily happen but the best choice is to trade trevor story and maybe even a package deal with john gray to maximize the value of both of them to because both of them are why john gray could come back I, I can see John Gray re-signing with the Rockies, especially considering that he is a good pitcher. He's not a great pitcher. And I feel like he his inconsistencies could really get worse at some other places. And he's shown that he has the confidence to play at in Colorado, which I think is something that I think the Rockies really value that they have starting pitching that seems to that that succeeds at Coors Field. I think that's very valuable to the front office. Bud Black shut down any 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 chance of Herman Marquez being traded uh, earlier this week as well. But you know the market I think is cooled off for Trevor Story, especially because he hasn't played well. But this is a team that has to make a move, and if they don't, they're just going to fall behind, and they will be the last place team in the division. I. I I don't know. It, it just blows my mind that that there's a team that that teams out there maybe aren't that interested in Trevor Story. That seems shocking to me. I I can't believe that. Even though he's having a little bit of a down season, I think he just has such a body at work, body of work, and still only being 28 years old. I kind of look at it like Francisco Lindor, who's struggling uh, struggling with those New York Mets right now, just a little bit. I mean, I think you'll still trade for a Francisco Lindor right now, even though you know he's struggling like a Trevor Story and. Story, I think he just has such a high ceiling. I mean, he's a true slugger, gets on base at a crazy rate, maybe not this season. And I think underrated part of his game is his, like, speed, honestly. I mean, he's like a 30 stolen base kind of guy, 30-plus. He's at 16 right now. And stolen bases have kind of become a lost art in baseball. So I think that's a little extra in his back pocket that is still valuable in baseball. But if if the Rockies were to trade Trevor Story, what kind of package are you looking for in return? You know, that's that's the tough part, because if you're just trading Trevor's story, I think the rental aspect is something that's huge. He's no contract. He could walk at the end of the year. He's got to go to the right place. And and so I just don't think you're going to get a ton. But 
if I'm the Rockies, I'm still going to ask for a lot. I'm still going to ask for a, a top 10 pick, I think, or at least someone in the organization that's going to be able to make an impact within the next couple of years, you'd hope. Because the Rockies do have Trevor Story's replacement playing at the big league level with Brendan Rodgers, and you have Ryan McMahon still that you can move around and Joshua Fuentes. Fuentes is interesting because he's his defense is major league level, but he struggles offensively and mightily. Um, so maybe that's just because he's young. He's still stuff to figure out. We'll see, but that, that's a thing to look for. But I, I still think with Trevor story, you're going to be able to get a, a, a couple of good prospects, maybe one in, in the top 10, top 15 from an organization, but it has to be the right one. And, and enough with, with some depth because that's the Rockies desperately need to get some youth, get some players into that farm system to just rejuvenate it because it's a lot of older players down there that haven't broken, broken through to the next level or players that are far off. And the Rockies, that the, the whole thing is they, I guess they believe that they are a team that drafts and it's just their last only one draft. Brendan Rogers is the only draft pick that's done anything. Number one draft pick. I mean, we've had, I think we've seen out of the last like four or five first round picks for the Rockies. Three of them have retired already at this point, not making mm. it past double a ball. So I, I'm Dang. hoping for some, some people that could, uh, if you trade Trevor story, I hope you bring some life into that farm system. Yeah, what it what do you like what are you looking for in a package? Not in terms of like the players, but in terms of like roster needs. What do you think the Rockies need? Of course, you would love to fill that Trevor Story hole, but do you think is it bullpen that you want? Is it, you know, specific infielders maybe with offensive upside? Like what are you looking for as a Rockies fan? I'm looking for bullpen arms. I'm looking for the Rockies desperately need a, 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 especially a closer to come in that can shut the door. And and they had that in Scott Oberg. It's just unfortunate that the blood clot issue, I mean, that's just a freak thing because the Rockies would be a better team with Scott Oberg closing games with Daniel Bard, not having to be the brunt of everything and maybe being able to be, take some setup roles every now and then with, with this team. And I would, that's the thing I've always wanted for, the Rockies is that they can get a closer that can come in and shut the door on the course field games, have the game stay close, you know, keep games close on the road too. Uh, the, the bullpen is, is in desperate need of, of assistance. And if the Rockies don't believe that they are a team that can get free agents, like they have said, then I hope that that is the focus because the starters are there. And if they're able to keep these starters, you have starters that are going to have success at, at, at course field, but there need to be some backups. And, and, and when Herman goes and throws a, a seven inning one hit game, the Rockies aren't going to lose by three because they walk two batters and it's a home run in the bottom of the eighth. Like we've seen a million times this year, it feels like. So bullpen arms, especially. And then of course the Rockies need to be looking for the Charlie Blackman replacement because mm. eventually he, I mean, he's just getting older and he's not, he's just going to keep going. He's just on the downward trend of his career, just because that's, that's just how it goes with, with players like him. And he can, he can stick in right field and swing a bat still for a little bit, but you know, what is that in two years? What, is, what does Charlie Blackman look like in two years? And I don't think the Rockies move Charlie Blackman. I don't think they would get a ton for him. So I would imagine he's going to stay with the team until he retires. And and I believe he'll be someone that'll be a, a Rockies favorite and, and retire with the team. I, cause I, that's just like, you know, that people have asked me if I think people would trade for him, but if you're not an AL team looking for a DH, you're not putting Charlie Blackman in right field with a ton of confidence on his defense. 
Yeah, and I don't think not moving Hermain Marquez is a bad move because the dude is still, I'm looking at it now, 26 years old. Still looks like he has like two or three more years under his contract too. So yeah, for they, a guy- they just signed him uh, in 2019 to a deal. And, and, and so they, they and, and just like Bud Black said, they, Herman's not going anywhere. Three complete games this year. I'm just now looking at the stats. That's pretty wild. So yeah, I can see why they wouldn't want to trade him because you still need those foundational pieces. And for a guy that's still only 26 years old, I mean, why not hang on to him and see maybe you could do a quick rebuild in two or three seasons. Uh, in baseball, it, it could be easier than other sports just because of the no salary cap. You could go out there and, and sign players. But for teams that want to trade for a Trevor Story, I don't think they really have to worry. I, I don't think you have to really say, uh, worry about teams not trading for him because they only view him as a rental. Pretty much, if you are trading for Trevor Story, you have to be willing to pony up the money. You're not going to trade for him and then let him walk in free agency and give up major assets as well. That just doesn't make any sense. So right. in baseball, I think we've seen a lot where the teams that trade for the Mookie Betts, the Lindors, they immediately give them the fat deals. And I think whoever trades for Trevor Story is probably going to do the same. You know, one way to make sports a little bit more exciting is to place a little bet, place a little money on it. And the best way, the best place to go is bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including major league baseball, the NBA, and all your UFC and MMA action before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonus and contest information that is bet online don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device use the promo code locked on and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit yep that's right 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at bet online with promo code locked on bet online your online sports book experts That's it for this edition of the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. And remember, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Baskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. And Paul and I will be continuing today's conversation next week on the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. So stay tuned for that. We'll discuss a little home run derby, the all-star game. We're going to be discussing a whole bunch next week on Monday's pod. So you're not going to want to miss that. And go catch up on any pods you might have missed this week because we had a great week of pods. We had Lena Washington on Thursdays and Wednesdays pod, uh, 12 News Sports anchor Lena Washington. Uh, We had some great pods on Monday and Tuesday, so go check them out if you missed any, and I'll catch you guys next week. Deuces!